everybody. Hello. Hello, everybody. What are we talking about? What, yeah, you, what is this? This is a... Uh, it's a surprise. I, I don't even know what, what was said. All right, can in. we hit the I agree so. button so that we can make that go away? No, no. Cookies make everything better, John. They enhance the, your experience. Yeah, your, your what surfing experience. Cookies enhance experience. Yeah, scroll, scroll up a little. Scroll down. Yeah, the other way. Yeah, yeah the other up. The other up. <laughs> we want to see above that. Yeah, there. Bright line west. Yeah, he can leave it there. Like Maybe a, later this on. This sounds down. like high speed rail to me. That's what it is. Like That's a good guess. Are we? Reco- are we? Are we? Oh, we Don't are. put us on the air yet. Just we too late. We're already Very on the air. Candid private there conversation here. So, um, okay, so about you- the listeners. Let me <laughs> let me tell you how I. You're going to trash feel. the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> No. First of all, uh, they're calling that's, that's, me. They're very concerned. They're very concerned? They're very concerned about Rick. Oh, they should oh, be. And oh, yeah, because he's not getting enough sleep? Well, honestly, sleep. they didn't point to sleep being the issue. It's more of um, a breath issue. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have a dry, hot breath. Oh, yeah. God bless it. Oh. Today's show is sponsored by Panda Express. If you enjoy Chinese food, try Panda. Right. Mm. <clears throat> I never see any Chinese people in there, though. <laughs> I'm just I, saying. I'm not sure you're allowed to say that. No. I just, I'm just saying. I never um, see any Chinese people in Panda Express. Yeah, like We're not the, on the, the air, diners either, or the, or the cooks. We? Nobody. Are we on air? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Geez. yeah, we are. Yeah, we're on air. Well, we're getting in honestly, trouble. Yeah, Harvey, let me explain. America is a melting pot. Oh, okay. I have no okay. affiliation. Just because two. I'm just a guest. So, and I thought yeah. you know, but but Panda Express, Panda Express does not have a melting pot. They have a wok. No, so what's you know? Explain that to me. Well, first of all, I don't require my pizza to be made by Italians. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's let's not right, let's not draw boxes around. This is people, true. Okay? I actually make a pretty good pizza. I, yeah. I, I I can make a pretty good pizza. Do you remember that? Did you guys see that really good movie? It was a it was a movie. Uh, it was about making sushi, and it was this. Um, it was a story of a of a Hispanic woman what do you who watch? worked. It worked in, and I forget what this. This it was a really good movie. Anyways, search it out, people. It's um, <laughs> Google that. No, the, so she, you the know, Spanish lady ladies making, making sushi. sushi. Yeah, 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 right. Well, she aspired to. She saw it. She wanted to be a really sushi chef because yeah. she she had been working in like Mexican restaurants forever, ah, and she'd done that. Okay. She's bored with it. She wants to. So anyway, she learns to do sushi, and she goes breaks through all these barriers with right. a. Uh, Hispanic woman trying to make sushi. It's a really nice, heartwarming story. Yeah. Anyways, okay, it's worth watching. Thanks. I forget what the name of it is. Thanks for sharing. East Side Sushi. Uh, yes, East Side Sushi. That's East side it. Sushi. Check East it out. East Side East Sushi. Side, it's a good movie. It's worth watching. <coughs> okay. All right. I like, exactly. I, I like movies about food. What do you I, want to market today? I like Rick? food. <laughs> yeah. This all right. this broadcast is brought to you by food. 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 Right. All of our broadcasts right. are brought by food. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's, let's let me, do a let show. Me, I'll restrain myself. Okay. Let's do a show. Let's do a show. John. John. We're gonna. We're gonna. You and I are gonna talk first. Oh. I'm gonna interrupt. I'm just letting you know. And then Rick will come and we'll, Rick will do the second and we'll come back and we'll bounce back and forth after that. But John, you and I are gonna talk about that thing. Okay. That thing we were talking about. Oh, the thing. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about the thing. Okay. Okay. That's so right. sorry. So here we go. Here we go. Se- uh, segment one. Here we go. You guys pay attention to this one. <clears throat> Oops. Sorry. He is not just playing like block breaker or whatever on his phone. He's <laughs> no. actually doing something. No, I am. I'm setting my timers up. I have my timers. Here we go. <clears throat> Welcome to our show. This is Las Vegas Real Estate Now, where we bring you the three E's, educate, empower, and engage. We want to help you to make your real estate decisions wise ones for you and your family. I'm your host, Harvey Blankfeld of the Blankfeld Group at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and we have over a century of collective real estate experience. I'm a licensed agent here in Nevada. My NRED number is S.00488897. On this program, we're dedicated to delivering timely, balanced truths about local market conditions. If you ever have a question 
or an idea for our program, please call or text me at 702-203-1165. Again, that's 702 702- Two zero three one one six five. I just got to say it. I'm feeling unbalanced today. I'm I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to keep you two waiting while I did that introduction yes. stuff. I know how impatient you guys can I'm, be. I'm hot. I got, uh, I got stuff and, to talk and, about. And in case you didn't know it, that's yeah. John Ingram. Uh, <laughs> Hello, America. Uh, <laughs> and John's with John does mortgages, right, John? I, I does. And he has an NMLS number of five five two five nine six. And then we also that. have with us Rick Senemi from Equity Title. Rick, welcome, Rick. Thanks for having me, Rick. Rick Hello, is Rick. Rick, uh, John, I want to talk to you first. There's, I got this. I got this question the other day mm-hmm. from a client, and I've been hearing this a lot lately. Okay, why does President Biden want more money from me than he wants from anybody else <laughs> when it comes to mortgages? Well, first of all, uh, you have good credit, so you deserve to be punished, right? That is not the way the story <laughs> goes. In essence, yes. Um, yes, that's not true. Yeah, no, no. Huh. Um, so, yeah, this has become the hot story of the day, even right. though, like, as an industry, this has been around for a couple of months now. Right. Like, this was this was rolled out to us back in February initially. Right. Um, so it's a, it's a real thing that's it's sort of going into place now. And the headline and the story that's traveling around is, is the Biden administration is raising the cost on good credit score borrowers doing large down payments and, and giving that money to people with bad credit to help them to buy houses, right? That's sort of the, that's the, the, that's the, the spin. Right, that's the spin, right. And... You know, I, I wouldn't say it's a lot of spin. There's certainly some, some truth, truth to it. it. Yeah, right. As there so, is with every any piece of spin, there's some truth to it. Yeah, the industry sort of ex- explanation is this. So Fannie and Freddie uh, are government-controlled enterprises at this point. They they control roughly 75% of all the mortgages that are being done. Mm-hmm. And they answer to an agency under the fe- in the federal government called the FHFA, mm-hmm. Federal Housing Finance Agency. And this agency ultimately is controlled by the executive branch, right? They're a political... Branch, but they have direct control over Fannie and Freddie, and they they have an agenda for Fannie and Freddie. And mm-hmm. and Fannie and Freddie submitted their plans for the year, how they're going to support homeownership across the United States, and their <laughs> initial plans were flat out rejected. And the, the, the Biden administration said, "No, we want something better, yeah, no, different. We want you need to go back to the drawing right. board. You you have to do something to help these." less and, and underserved communities, right? Right. There's a barrier to homeownership that exists, and it, these groups are being disproportionately uh, um, hindered by it, right? right so that, right, was, right. that was the message. So Fannie and Freddie went back to the drawing board, came back, and they said, here's our idea. We're going to tinker with the cost of loans, and we're going to make the loans that uh, that high credit score and large down payment borrowers, we're going to make those slightly more expensive. And then we're going to use that money to make it significantly cheaper for those with lower credit scores and smaller down payments. Therefore, easing the, bar- easing the barrier to entry. Right, right. right. So, you know, morally, that sounds nice, right. but it also sounds really cruddy to me in the basis of, I am being punished because I did good things in my life. Right, like, right. Um, and I, 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 I don't want to go immediately in the objections, but I have to say, like, just because I have a high credit score doesn't mean I'm rich. Indeed. Doesn't mean that I didn't just inherit this money from my mom that's going to let me to put 20% down because right. that's her life savings that I happen to be uh, getting as a gift from her, right? Right. The, these you're conflating things. You're picking winners and, and sort of losers in this case. Right. Um, so I'm not a. I'm not really. I'm not really excited about that. I understand. I do. But, but let's get, let's get to this. Is it night and day? No. It's slightly more expensive for you uh, as a high credit score. You know, good size down payment borrower. It's slightly more expensive. Not the point where I'd consider it punitive, but yeah. you know, somewhere between. 
uh, an eighth, so 0.125% up to maybe three-eighths, so 0.375% okay. higher okay. because of these tweaks, right? Okay. Um, and they made it really significantly cheaper for those lower credit scores. Okay. So there there will be some winners and losers there, and yeah, that's uh, that's kind of where we go. Okay. So is it an option to just stop paying your bills before you buy a house to lower your credit score? <laughs> that... Okay, so here's the thing. Okay, that's a great point. That's actually an interesting question. I, I appreciate the question. Because I, I was speaking, we were, John and I were talking about this a little bit earlier, a little bit earlier, and I wanted to point out a couple things. Number one is, is that, People with bad credit scores are still going to pay a much higher rate than those with good Thank credit you. scores. Yeah, right. I wanted to make let's, that point. Let's not, let's not cross. It doesn't cross paths. All of a sudden, if you have bad credit, you get a better credit score. No. no. Yeah. Uh, you get a better it's grade. Still, you don't. It's still cheaper and better for you to have right. a high credit score. Indeed. You're still, you're still rewarded mm-hmm. for having a better credit score with your rate. Now, right. having said that, there are also the other, the other thing I would point out is that there are 29 or 37 different elements that go into calculating my rate for me. True. Or, uh, there's a you know dozens of items that go into calculating my rate for me, all of which are usually related to my my lifestyle, my spending habits, my well, whatever. It, it all trains. I mean, the way the industry structured is, it's all risk based pricing. Right. So the more risk factors your loan has, the higher your price is. Right. Right. Um, and and that fundamental is still there. So yes, it's far cheaper to have an 800 credit score than a 620 credit score for you to get a mortgage. And I don't know what other elements are in the calculation of that or what other elements are in the calculation of that rate right. that we might wonder about as well. We don't know. I mean, um, honestly, we don't know as consumers. Yeah, I mean, it is public information. You can go and see it, but... But do I ever know? No, but no. Pe- people don't, right? No. So it's, you know, percentage of down payment matters. FICO right. score matters. Right. And then when you blend those two things together, the cost changes. So, for example, 620 credit score, small down payment, has the highest cost. And then right. as you increase the down payment, eventually you get to a very level playing field right. with that would put you closer to the same as somebody with an 800 credit score. Okay. Okay, you want to you want credit score to be out of it? Get a 15-year mortgage. 15-year mortgages don't adjust for credit score. There you go. People don't know that. Okay. Right? Oh, that's interesting. interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. Okay. So, you want a level playing field with an 800 credit score? Okay. Can you can get a 15-year mortgage? Yep. Okay. Um, and fi- and 15 mortgage rates are always lower than 30. Always, yeah. Yeah, because it's a short and uh, the bank's significantly excited. harder to qualify L- lower, for because you have a much higher payment. payment. Indeed. That's low- why they don't get given out. But a lower risk for the bank. A much lower risk for the yeah, bank. Yeah, absolutely. That's what the bank's looking at and that's what they're that's what they're determining. So I think yeah, look. I, I don't like it. I mean, I, I'm impacted by that. If I were to take a mortgage out, my mortgage would be a little bit more now sure. as a result of this change in it. Um, is it is it uh, is it unfair to me? Maybe. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. Um, I, I don't. I do understand the method. I mean, what FHA? Who elected them to be Robin Hood? Well, okay, FHF. You're right. It's right. like a, it's like they're they're getting in the tax business more yeah, or less. That's right. and, and, yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. really what they're doing. So, so right. you're right. You're absolutely right in that sense. But when given the the um, uh, the directive of in, improving the ability for low income people to buy houses, what options that. do they have? Sure. Other sure. than saying to the government, well, give me more money well, and I'll but, do it. But this goes back to really one of the core things that I land on in this is it's a solution that does not fix the problem. Yeah. So you made this loan slightly cheaper, but you didn't change the criteria for when you say yes or no to that loan. And so that that profile, just right. making up a scenario, 
640 credit score wanting to do a 3% down payment? Yeah. The answer is no. Yeah. You're, you're not right. getting that loan. Right. And so you, there you are, made it cheaper for them, but they can't have the loan. But there are there are a certain number of people out there who will get a loan who couldn't before. There is a, there is a line somewhere in that equation. Yes, when it comes to, and, and here's the factors for me, is... Because of that lower cost, I can get a slightly lower interest rate, which lowers my monthly payment and which increases or, or my boosts power. my buying power. Yes. yes. Or that loan now costs me $2,000 less to get, and that's $2,000 less of savings that I don't have. So great, that fixes the issue. So yeah. yes, those situations. It will fix some people, but it's not out there for everybody. It, if yeah. you have bad credit, you're still not getting a loan. Well, here, well, here's the thing is, and really one of my final takeaways on this is those borrowers end up getting directed to FHA loans. Yeah. And the FHA loan is still cheaper. Yeah. Then after well, after all these tweaks they've made and taken this money and given it to these people, the FHA loan product is where they're going to go. Right. Interesting. So they're not even going to use it. They're not even they're gonna not going to benefit it. from it. That's that is exactly right. And so so what happens? And here's my cynical side coming out. Here we go. What happens to this? <laughs> Here we go. So you increase the cost for people that let's say 80% of the transactions meet that profile. You made it more expensive there. You made it cheaper on the 20%. When the 20% doesn't get used, where does that money go? Well, it goes as extra profit for Fannie and Freddie, and then extra profit from Fannie and Freddie gets swept into the treasury, and so you backdoor taxed on homeownership. There you go. Yep. Hey, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come oh, back. we got a lot more to talk about. I'll let, I'll let you get the last one. i let John get the final he's word fired in. fired up here. Um, I like this. We're, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back, guys. Where were you at there? I was lit. I just want to let you go. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing good. I'm going to poke the bear next segment. Don't worry. Yeah, right, please here we do. Go. Please well, do. Well, next, next one's yours. <laughs> I'll delay mine. I want to keep, I want to keep going on this. <laughs> All right. Um, we, could, we could actually do that. We could we could talk more about... The other tweak that they're thinking or talking about, right? Which was... Um, the 40. Oh, right. 40. 40-year 40 mortgage. Yep. It doesn't yep. change your payment at all. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about. It. Let's let's get into that. Let's see. Did I miss anything important for those oh, watching? Let's online? go. Sorry, this is good. Now I'm ready. I'm I'm primed up for you, John. I think you. Well, I just want to make the last. The main thing. thing hard the, to argue with you. I agree with you, but it's well, hard now. now I got. But play if we want to change side. it, we have the power to change it, right? We can we can solicit our politicians. Yeah. Say no, you need to undo this. Yeah, this is silly. They have FHA. Let them use FHA. Yeah, yeah. Because it's come uh, out with another alternative you, FHA program, something that's different, like you said. Give us a solution. Hey, yeah. if you have this credit score and below, you can use this program. But if it's above, you have to go the normal route. Well, FHA, and we'll help you with this. FHA kind of does that already. It does. It does. Yeah. You don't need another program. You just but need to you, continue to look at FHA. Now, here's the thing we don't want to do. The biggest barrier is, is down payment. Right. That's always the barrier. Or And or For entry level monthly housing. payment, right? That's, entry level so housing better, is down payment. They're better off instead of just come out and say, hey, look, every loan that we do is going to be 100 bucks. You have to pay for somebody else's down payment. So we're going to tax you. We're going to tell you up front. Here's a hundred bucks. I'm going to charge you, yeah, and it's yeah. going to go. Honestly, to the fund. that would help far more. It's people. It's going to fund their down payment assistance. Yeah. yeah, interesting. And then I could make a pitch that it benefits. And I know we're going off topic here. I can make a pitch that it benefits every homeowner because if you can get more buyers into the marketplace, that's going to push house prices up, and yep. I can sell my house for more money. Yeah. So as a home seller, now I made more because well, I, I gave you this a little bit. It's over also here. more transparent. It's cost me a hundred bucks more to buy this house because my credit score is higher. Not I'm not getting this. Right, or I'm paying sure. this extra eighth of a point or quarter of a point, uh, you know, this, which which this, adds up to be far more dollars. Which, exactly. Sure. Interestingly yeah, exactly. enough, the state is kind of looking to do that in the transfer tax. 
Well, they're but saying they're, they're not using it for home ownership, right? They're using it for rental assistance and well, stuff like and that. Well, and home ownership, both. Yeah, they're doing it for both. Most rental, rental yeah. assistance and home ownership, both. I'll, okay. be, I'll but, believe it when I see the cannabis that, money. That's, that's well, I know. You're right. The state is notorious <laughs> the, the for, hey, we're going to use it for this. And then they put it in and they take the money that was originally there out of it. So mm-hmm. it's ugly. All right. All right. Look. Sorry. Let's get back to it. Let's, let's go. go. Let's get back. Second segment. We just did a whole segment between the segments there. So let's do another segment. Here we go. Back in. I blame Carly. Welcome back. I'm Harvey Blankfeld. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. If you ever have a question or an idea for our program, please call or text me at 702-203-1165. Again, that's 702-203-1165. With me now in studio, we have John Ingram and Rick Senemy, two returning grand champions. My goodness, in the same show. This is wow. crazy, isn't it? I know John does not like that. He's, He's like, I'm the returning grand champion. I'm Dosh undefeated, Garnett. people. Dosh Garnett. <laughs> I'm undefeated. Undefeated, huh? Yeah. yeah. Um, so he, He's like from the spinoff show. Is that okay? what it is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm Walking Dead. He's Fear of the Walking Dead. Okay? That's it. Sons of guns. <laughs> so, I don't know. All right. So, John, before the he's break. He's Ant-Man. I'm the Avengers. We're, okay. 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 Ant-Man. All right. Ant-Man. Yeah, you're a spinoff. Okay. Okay. Something different than Ant-Man? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, let's talk, Panther, let's right? talk about mortgages just for a second, right, yeah, just sure, for sure, a sure. moment, if you don't sure. mind. Um, so before the break, we were talking a little bit about how, how President Biden's making all the rich people pay more money. Um, yeah. <laughs> and now let's talk a little bit about this thing, that, this other interesting topic that came up recently, which is the 40-year mortgage. Mm. And so, um, you know, I want to go out and I want to buy a home and I want to use a 40-year mortgage. Where do I go? Right. So none of the traditional products will say yeah, do that. Okay. So you can't get that on an FHA or VA or conventional loan. Um, there are some niche products out there that do allow for 40-year amortizations. Mm-hmm. But um, but there was a recent story that was circulating about FHA mm-hmm. allowing for 40-year. And that's what sort of got these conversations started recently for me. Um, and that was, a, that was a misleading sort of story. Right. Well, FHA basically came out and said for those borrowers that were in distress, mm-hmm. um, making, you know, late on their mortgage, potentially in danger of being foreclosed on, a you are now allowed to, um, as a lender, you're allowed to modify their mortgage and make it a 40-year term, therefore okay. making it a more affordable, affordable payment and, and a potential fix, right. right? Instead of just doing the other solutions. It was not, a, you, weren't, you weren't allowed to do a to a longer You can't just buy a house and use a 40-year mortgage. Yeah, that there's, doesn't no, exist there's no such product in the, right now. In, 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 not in the traditional In the world. normal sense, right? Correct, correct. There's some bank out there that may it be made, doing it. It made an appearance at one point in time back yeah, in the... Yeah, it did. Back yeah. in 2007, Seven, eight, 6, yeah. 5. Yeah. Right, right. Definitely made an appearance. Um, but it is, it is a topic on the table, especially with HUD right now. Indeed. They're, they're looking at that as an option. Yeah. And I just got to say, terrible idea. There you go. Do not do that. Yeah. Don't take a 40-year mortgage, people. Yeah, it's hard. Why I mean, not, John? It's a lot more expensive. Boy, I got some opinions on this. All okay, right, so, so a lot more expensive. First of all, e- yes, over time, right. you are you are talking tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars more in payments over the for- the the extra ten years of that mortgage. It undermines the speed at which buyers gain equity in their property, which is the more important element to right. me. That's the right. that's the, I mean because rarely do people and we were talking about this before rarely do people ever get to the point where they actually pay off a thirty yeah. year mortgage in thirty years. Now they might get a windfall at some point and just decide to pay it off, but rarely do people go to the full term on a mortgage. Mm-hmm. Very well, very rare. And on the equity part, like you're saying there too, if you're if you're not paying it down as fast, yeah. then you're going to have less sellers come to the market because they don't have enough equity to actually 
pay. Well, right. You can trap people in their homes, yeah, potentially. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, Which they are now with the 3% mortgage. <laughs> well, <laughs> but you, a you'll, route. you'll play that out over time, right? right? But, For a different reason. But yeah. it's, it's, it's one thing where, like, we can acknowledge in, in our area, five to seven years is the average time you keep a house, keep a mortgage. Yeah. Um, somewhere in that range. And in five to seven years on a on a 30-year mortgage, you can pay down a fair amount of principal that would allow you to sell that property and potentially get out of it, yeah. right? If you put you, if I put you in a 40-year mortgage, that is, that is completely undermined, yeah. right? You're yeah. going to pay, and I, I'm making this number up, I didn't do the math, but I, I would expect you're going to pay off 35% of what you would have paid off in the 30-year mortgage. Significantly less. Yes, yeah, significantly less. less. Yeah, yeah. And think about that, guys. Think, think about how you look at the mortgage and how it, how your principal increases over time. The payment towards principal increases over time. And now add 10 years to that, put it on the front of this thing, and you're going to see that the impact right. to your principal is minimal in that extra 10 years. So you're really slowing it down so dramatically. Now, okay, the, 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 only, the only people out there who might, might want to consider a 40, and this is the argument I would make, John, okay. who might want to consider a 40-year mortgage are those who can't afford any of the payments at 30 and are currently renting. And right. that's, that's if, if it's an entry-level position into housing, into owning your home, yeah. I'm going to endorse it under those circumstances, and that's the only circumstance I'll ever endorse it. Okay, but that lasts five minutes. Yeah, and, you're right. And, and here's why Here's why I say that. You're right. Because as soon as you, you have that product in the marketplace – and yeah. and affordability is helped, then house prices will rise to yeah. use up that affordability. You're right. You're, right. You're absolutely right. Because it's a competition for these yep. homes. Yep. Right. It's it's not a static environment in that well, way. It's always going to balance so, itself out. And and the and the, the and the, the the analogy that I brought to the table when we were just is car payments. Is it used to be when I was younger, you couldn't get anything more three or four years on a more, on a car payment. That was right. it. Yep. Three or four years. That was it. You know, if you couldn't pay it off in four years, you you can't afford this car now. Eight years is not unusual at all. And look where car prices went. Of course. Right. That, that's the point. There it is. There's, that, that validates John's argument. It really, yeah. really does. You now you have cars where they're six-figure cars. Right? Yeah. Right? My goodness. Go, go buy a new pickup truck today. You're spending seventy-five, ninety thousand dollars $90,000 to get that pickup truck today. Yeah. Carly's saying even more. My grandfather would be rolling over for, with a ninety thousand dollars. That <laughs> was his. That house, was his house, right? Yeah, the second um, or third house. My wasn't parents, even the first house. My bought. parents' house. I remember the house cost thirteen thousand dollars. Wow, thirteen thousand dollars when they bought their house on Old Court my Road. My childhood house here in Vegas. Uh-huh. My parents bought for seventy six thousand. There you go. Yeah, I mean it's it's remarkable. So you you when know you see the old newspaper articles from just, Vegas that that show here. Here's your your three bedroom house. Here's your two bedroom house, and the price was. Thirteen thousand five hundred, <laughs> right? Yeah, nuts. Well, yeah, that's those are very powerful forces. But yeah, so please, anybody listening, just be be very careful if you ever consider a forty year mortgage. Okay, look, you're you're listening to John talk about this. You're listening to him. Uh, you know, we're, these these are our opinions about some of these programs, and and whether we like them or not, they're coming. I mean, they're there. The one is already there. I mean, you're already paying a little bit higher interest rate on your mortgage. Yeah, if you've got, that's 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 already happened. It's it happened. Water under the bridge. It, now. It's, it's happening. It's going to happen. So just do your do your diligence and and shop your loan and get your best possible rate. Just just work on it. Um, that having been said, I, I think it's important to know that uh, forty-year forty-year mortgages are not uncommon outside the United States. In well, other sure. countries, they're very. I mean, yeah. forty. We we've heard of programs going a hundred years in other countries. I mean, so well, but but then again. Harvey, I, I don't know if you've heard this, but America is the best country in the world. Oh yeah, I know that. Um, and I know so that. that's why I don't do the show in other countries. There, there's a reason, like 
we're two steps ahead on this stuff, right? Indeed. And the 30-year mortgage is one of those reasons. It, the the no wealth doubt. building that it does for Americans yep. is so fundamentally powerful. Yep. Um, and it's part of what makes America great. I, I couldn't agree more. I, I, I absolutely. I mean, I get excited about that because that's what we, one of the reasons we do this show is because we want to ex- express the importance of home ownership in terms of personal financial growth. It's so important. The most important thing by far. Yeah. That blows so everything Japan else out of the water. Hundred-year mortgage. Yeah. I get it. It's fine there. You're going to pass houses through generations yeah. of, of family. Right. That's not how it works here. No. Right. No, no. We're all moving around. We're nomadic That's here right. in the United Especially States. Especially in Very Vegas. Much. Well, we'll yeah. knock down entire billion-dollar hotels yeah. and replace it with a new one. <laughs> we will. Like a guitar. So <laughs> yep. don't question our ability to reinvent. Yep. No doubt. I mean, something question Rick, but what? not the rest of us. No, no, okay? no. What's your problem with guitars? Yeah. Yeah, John. Um, yeah, John. Well, first of all, there's another one. Uh, that already exists, and, and we should be original here. So yeah. ours either needs to be a bigger guitar or it needs to be a bass. Why can't they do it? can't a be a guitar. It needs to be a bass. Oh, okay. Why, why don't um, like a drum set? Yeah. Well, drum set. A drum set. set like a yeah, big hotel. drum set. Hotel. That would be cool. Yeah. Right? A little drum set. I'm going to miss the Mirage. So yeah. Whatever. I know. It was it, it was a seminal moment for Vegas when the, the oh, Mirage was It really was. It was an important, an important event. Well, That's where you it, went there for prom and everything, wasn't it? Um, maybe not prom. Maybe it was a bachelor event, perhaps. Okay. And I met a special young, young lady. All right, there we go. All right. yeah, no, no, we're not going. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Um, right. Having yeah. said that, it's yeah. time for our break. All so right, we're going to we're coming up on the bottom of the hour, uh, guys. Uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes. We got a lot more to talk about, so stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, I had to shut that one down early because mm. we went over the first one. John, you know those like. Adidas pants you could rip off. Yes. I feel like you're going to do that right now wearing like a USA. <laughs> That's it. Like, yeah. Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's that song? Um, there's, a, there's a song going through my head now. It's, um, <laughs> 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 Not there yet. Yeah. Oh, come on now, Not people. There yet. No. Somebody no. online. How about some lyrics? You got lyrics? Um, no, but it feels like it should be in Rocky. Um, like the one where he fights the Russian. I want to talk about odor easements. Odor oh, eaters. Geez. <laughs> you want to talk about odor easements? Odor easements. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, we got to talk about this. It doesn't this. even sound so nice. Make it general uh, easements, and then we'll roll into No, I, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I will. Odor easements. Odor easements. Is this because, like, the pig farm? And no, it's because you talked about his breath earlier. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Actually, yes. There's, it's not, well, yeah. We don't see him as much anymore. Yeah, the pig farm was a... I believe the pig farm was was one. I mean, if you had, like, a chemical... Chemical plant, plant or something like Henderson that. Henderson used to have one that weren't before. Or Pep, sewage plant. Before Pepcom blew up. Um, yeah, sewage plant, something like that nearby. Yeah. You know, there's a um, there's a gas pipe line or a gas line, a natural gas line that runs along the western edge of our valley that sends natural gas to California. And I sold a piece of land near one of their little pumping stations or whatever, and you could you could smell it. I mean, it was like powerful. I mean, really? You could it's smell the gas of, coming out. It's, we'll that ta- we'll kind of sounds like a leak. Uh, I know. Did I you mean, report that? I did. I actually, I was concerned about it, and I called. It's funny. I called um, Southwest Gas. They said, "Yeah, that's not ours." Really? It belongs to Southern California. So they're like, so they goes, well, who do I call? I said, yeah, so it's not so I said ah, oh, Southern California, who cares? At least yeah. they didn't tell you to light a match and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, all that pumps in Nevada. We don't need to do maintenance on that. Here we that's go. Fine. All right, we're going to jump right into this. And then I've got, what I've got saved is. is I read this, I just got, to, just because it made me think of it. Lake Mead's supposed to go up like 33 feet. Really? Every time, because every time of the water release about it, nice. going up. Yeah, it's not going to last. But, yeah, the water load is supposed to go up 33 feet. That's I be- awesome. I believe it. There's a lot more snow than they think that's up, especially in the Utah area. 
Yeah. The, the Hidden Mountains of Utah that are more inland off the 15, uh-huh. they got slammed. Yeah. I, got, I had 10 feet in my cabin. Oh, look that's at awesome. Him. Look at him with the cabin. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. My neighbor has one, too. Yeah. He's, 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 he showed me the trench he dug in front of his... In my beach house, uh, the, there's the, lots of water nearby. Hmm? Up in Duck Creek? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, my neighbor. He's never invited yeah. us to use it. He's probably they probably like three doors down or something. I don't know. Anyway, I enjoy the snow in the mountains. Just All saying. Right. All right, um, I'm gonna do segment three. Whether you guys are coming or not, I'm doing it. Okay, here we go. All right. All right. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm Harvey Blankfeld. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. If you ever have a question or an idea for our program, please call or text me at seven zero two two zero three one one six five. You were listening to John talk about loans and. And if you're thinking about getting a loan or mortgage or you want to talk about a refinance, um, text John to 702-203-1165. I'll put you in touch with him. He'll help you out. Uh, he knows a lot Super. about loans, as you heard. Yeah, He knows to. quite a bit about loans. Uh, but now, Rick, I want to talk to you. Uh, Rick's with Equity Title. He's their mm. chief operating officer. Bring the Rick, hammer. I, I, I got a couple <laughs> topics I want to touch on with you. Um, okay. the, the first one being easements. Now, there's... We know there's a water conservation easement here. There is. And it's related to grass and Pools, right? Just essentially grass, though. Landscaping. Landscaping. Well, it's just called landscaping. So if, if I'm a homeowner and I pull out, you know, umpteen square yards of grass, I get paid by the Southern Nevada Water Authority for doing that, and then they apply an easement on my property. A restrictive easement. Restrictive easement. Thank you. So, yes. so let's, let's talk more about that. Then. So eas- easements come in a lot of different uh, shapes and sizes, we'll call it. Uh, okay. So just in general, an easement is, is in short terms, the ability for somebody else to either restrict the use of land or to use the land. <coughs> right. Okay. So the owner owns the property and they're giving the use of it to somebody else. Could mm. be a driveway easement, could be um, power lines, very right. common. Every property has some sort of power line, water line easement that's, that's filed against the property. Right. Those are very, very common. We see those every day. Sure. What you were discussing was more of on the restrictive easement, and the restrictive easement is you own the home, but you can't do something. Right. And in this case, they're talking about the water conservation easement where you did convert your grass landscaping, natural grass landscaping, into low water usage landscaping. I forget the exact terminology, but desert. Zeroscape. Zeroscape. There we go. Zeroscape. Not zeroscape. Zeroscape. With an X, right? Right, right. X-E-R-A? X-E-R-O, I think. I don't know. Anyway, something. We'll spell it later. um, (laughs) Oh, jeez. Where's Chet GPT now? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a restrictive easement. They they file documentation that says, hey, you can't 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 plant grass. You can't plant grass. We gave you money. It's actually monitored. You can't plant grass. You can't put a pool in, but they actually monitor it by your water usage. Okay. That's how they kind of like, hey, what's going on there? Yeah. And they know what your usage should be based on historical and what's happening. So if you, so technically, if I put grass in, but then use it any more water, I'd be okay. Probably. I don't, I don't know I don't how I'm going to do that. Gonna save the, <laughs> but, you keep the grass going, but yeah, sure. I don't know. Sparks, sparklets truck delivery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's out there. Can you <laughs> yeah, see him out there dumping in? Here's your you water. Know? Or hook yeah, your hose yeah. up to the neighbor. Yeah, it's your neighbor's. <laughs> you could try that, but um, uh, that'd be great. No, let's so that, not do that's that. A, that's a that's not. We're not endorsing that, thought, uh, that, by the way, listeners. We're not endorsing idea. that. No, we're not um, doing But yeah, the newer one is this restriction on pool size. Pool size. Yeah, it's not an easement. That's just a code. Yeah, that's a code now. You can't build a new pool greater than this 600 yeah. feet 
Yeah, 600, 600, square, 600 square feet. Yeah. 30 by 20. Still a big pool. Still, yeah. Actually, that's a big pool. I believe that includes the spa, though. So that's, it where, does. that's yeah. where it's getting that. I, um, I, I was, was discussing this with a friend, and this is a little off topic, but. Sure. Are we going to see an industry pop up where I want to build this new multi million dollar fancy house and I have this teeny tiny pool restriction? Can I go and pay somebody to buy the rights to their pre existing large pool wow. usage? And and restrict their ability to like I pay to remove the pool from your house and now I have the re- grandfathered rights to put whatever size pool I want in my so, property. Wow! Like that's, I want like who's the attorney that's going to write that's that? That's interesting because that would be a restrictive easement then. Yeah, at that point then, in time, right? And it would actually be a transfer of quote property rights <clears throat> as well. Yeah. Um, to the other person, but it makes wow. total but, sense that you could do it. Right? It, it would make sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of. Uh, a lot of single-family residences if, that just aren't going to have pools or communities that have a community pool. Mark Wahlberg's house cannot have, you know, like a four-foot pool in it, right? Well, what about all the all the <laughs> homes being built in the different communities around town that are large master plans? Sure. Summit, these tens of million-dollar homes, and they have this little pool. I wonder if they'll use this to get over it, or will they just yeah. make them all walking pools, like, you know, what they call uh, wading pools? Or yeah. Whatever, I don't know. That's, that'd be an interesting easement. There you go. Spool. Yeah, spa spool, pool yeah, combo, spool, yeah. 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 Anyways, I had that idea. I okay, like, but, okay, but let's uh, guys. But sorry, honestly, I, got, I took him off topic. Most right, pools, most pools are nowhere near six hundred square feet. I mean, honestly, a decent size. That's, that's a huge twenty that's a, by thirty. That's, that's a, a big big pool, pool a big guys. Pool. This is not. It's, I mean, th- what they don't want you to do is building a resort size pools the, anymore. The problem is, is you're restricted. Yeah, right. No, that's I know. It. I it's nothing to do with the size of the pool. It's like, hey, you can't do this, and now all of a sudden you want to do it. Now you tell me I can't. Now I got to do it. Yeah. Can yeah. we can we at some point in this, in today's show if possible? Can we talk about this transferring the rights to the water authority to control how much water people can use? We talked about like that, that last week. Did we? Yeah. Oh, you, were, uh, you missed it. You yeah, were late. What happened? I, I, I have that. a whole America speech about that. Okay, that we'll, we'll, All right, so we'll, we'll save it for next time. Okay, next time. So watch tell, last week's there's show. another easement. There's another there's restrictive some, easement. There's some good ones out there. Yeah. I wanted. There's a restrictive easement that I've heard about called an odor easement. Tell me what, what's this all about? It's not restrictive. That's not restrictive. It's just an easement. Okay, you'll see that a lot around factories or. So like I can are... steam broccoli at any time I want with this or something. <laughs> sure, you know the, the you're smell, okay. right? More on a bigger scale. Like uh, if you've been in town for a long time, the old Pepcon. Right. There was. Some I don't odor. remember that stinking, but if you're no, but there was a lot of um, I don't want to call it pollution, but exhaust a lot gas. of exhaust released into the air. Okay. Right. Uh, the, the pig, pig farm. farm. That pig was, farm was another one. That was smell. a odor. We're talking serious about odor smell. issue near wastewater treatment. Well, right. no, well yep. near yeah. Then having homes that are there. Right. It's, it's basically to stop people from complaining about the smell. Right. They're telling them up front, look, it smells if you can't already notice it. Right. And mm. they have the rights to do this. They have an easement on it, the right to actually use the air, call and, it. And stink up the so, air. So don't bother us and file yeah. complaints. Right. Oh, okay. That's really kind of what so, it really gets into. So, uh, and I don't recall there being those types of easements on the properties around the pig farm when we were selling them up around the pig farm. Yeah, they weren't it's, there. It's very, very and So, uh, so there, were, there were unscrupulous realtors selling property there without, I mean, if the wind's going one direction the day you look at the house and then it's going another direction the day you move in, yeah. you're going to be a little upset because those days is blowing in the right direction. It's, it's bad. I am skeptical of that, first of all. Well, let's just say the the Gen Xers like me. Okay, all right. We don't buy that argument. All right, because you know, you you know, you've been around the neighborhood, 
It's Maybe. not like you were there two minutes, bought it, and never went back, right? right? And you're surprised about it. Right. You had plenty of time to discover that there's a pig farm. So right you're saying there. there should be common sense in the common world. sense should apply. Oh, yes, I mean, that's, yes, yeah. that's where you're. I understand off, that's I think. not applicable today in the in the 2000s, but yeah, I, mean, I don't think that yeah. I don't think that our local a, Nevada real estate laws account for common, common sense. sense. No, <laughs> no, I don't think that that's that's it's part not, of it. As a realtor, I have an obligation to disclose these things to my clients. I really should because I want them to be happy where they are. I don't have to disclose to you that when you have a pool, sometimes clouds go in front of the sun and will shade your pool so here's a disclosure about that here's here's one for you on the easement line too with common sense why is there we get the question all the time why does the power company need to 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 use my land right how are you going to get power? <laughs> yeah. like, is yeah, there they, another, is there another have, way? To access those lines to maintain right. those so, lines. You know, right. Common sense is, is, I don't know, it's running short. It used days. to be they had to walk on your property to read the meter. Now they sure. don't have to. And that was covered as well. Yeah. Like, that gave them the access to go onto the property. They had to have yeah. that access. Yeah. Sure. yeah. yeah. But there's also lines running underneath your house. Of course there are. Yeah, so. I mean they're there. I mean they're, you know you see those big metal boxes on the street. Those things, those little transformer boxes. There's one right in front of my house. Yeah, yeah. there's one right in front of my John house. Got an easement on his property. Yep, I got one my, on mine too. And they snuck it in on me, Harvey. Yeah, yeah. I know. A gray box on the house when you yeah. bought it. You, was, yeah, I, yeah. I, common well, sense again. I didn't know. On, I thought it was the neighbor's gray box. Oh, and it was okay. going to be taken out with the you trash. You thought it was like a little storage <laughs> unit. It's a good yeah. thing. It's yeah, good, it's a good thing it didn't smell. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was a dog house that just hadn't painted yet. That's and right. There you sense. go. But anyway, long story short, easements come in different ways: uh, restrictive or useful. Either one. But the so, bottom line is, you get somebody gets to use that portion. Right. I'm going to say this just because. I still have natural grass in my backyard. I am playing with the idea of switching that into <clears> to artificial turf. I will not be getting a check from the, the water department. Like, I'd rather not have them involved in my property. I can't answer that. You know what I mean? Like, so you're not required to no. go and apply for the credit and have them do the, the ease or the water res- or the restriction, no. the deed no. restriction. You, you can just property. save the money on the water and yeah, not get that's, paid. That's the point. I just want to say that. That's true. You. There's you no requirement that. that you must do this. I don't know why you wouldn't do it, but that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Unless because I don't want them limiting what I can do with that property in the future. There you go. That's one less voice or one less vote in the usage of my property. There you go. And with that, we're going to take another quick break. We're going to go uh, run some commercials again. John gets the last word in. <laughs> so uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be back in just a minute, guys. Oh, geez. We're going to get calls about the show. Let's hope so. All right, let's. Oh, man, I was going to. I was going to do a political lot of law today. Let's. I have a. I, okay, I have two stories. One is the Brightline thing, which I think is an interesting story. What's the other one? The, the other one's Open Door. Oh. Losing twenty six thousand dollars per house they sold. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Basically, they have they have a new plan. Did you hear about the oh, new? No, plan? I, I didn't hear about the. All new right. Plan. Let's do Open Door. All oh. right. Sure. Let's do Open Door. I did know or see their stock price is like a dollar. Yeah, it's about a buck. Yeah. It was thirty four at could, one point. Could be a buy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the article yeah. kind of says. Kind of so. I mean, take a look. How many outstanding, how many shares do they have available? How much real estate do they own? What's it's, the, it's what's, not pretty. What's the gap in? Well, let, me tell, uh, let me tell you about what their plan is. You're going to love this. You're going to love their plan going forward. This is hilarious. I would not be surprised if you told me they're going to convert them to rentals and get the value back out that way. Close. Close, but, but not quite. But not see. quite. Almost. We're not on the air yet. <laughs> I'm getting shushed. All right, here we go. I don't, I'm surprised it even worked. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sensitive to her. <laughs> All right, here we go. Segment four. Welcome back. I'm Harvey Blankfeld. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. If you ever have a question or an idea for our program, please call or text me at 702-203-1165. If you're in need of any kind of escrow or title insurance services, Rick 
Senemy will be happy to help you. Just text his name. Text Rick to 702-203-1165. I'll put you in touch with Rick. He'll help you out. Uh, John thought that was hilarious, by the way, Rick. I don't know why. <laughs> mind, I was thinking, yeah, limit it to 10 calls per day, please. Um, okay, guys. Uh, there was an interesting article, uh, and I want to talk the, about off this. Off the hook, my yeah. phone rings. Yeah, it does. This was in Market Beat uh, back a little while ago, but it was talking about Open Door. It's like a music magazine. And the, the, the headline is, uh, it's do or die for Open Door. Can it survive a real estate slump? Um, and so, as John was pointing out during the break, the open door stock is uh, traveling right around the one dollar area these days. Mm-hmm. It was at a high of somewhere around thirty four at one point. Uh, in the article, um, they're pivoting to an asset light marketplace model similar to Airbnb to survive. Um, but facing a real estate downturn, the bears think it's too little. It's too little, too late. Now, what is that? First of all, I have to point out that in the article, they show uh, Open Door's profits from 2018 through 2022, and they're all going down. <laughs> I'm showing it to the guys so, here in the studio yeah, here. They never had a profit? They never made a profit. And they're not digging a pool there with the deeper they're going, is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah. They're, 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 they're in it pretty deep. And, and 2022 was their worst, by they far their worst year. They are Wall Street money on fire, just burning it. They are. They're just, just tearing it up. it on fire. Yeah, they're keeping um, inflation down, right? No. So, okay, so <laughs> they, they, they've come up with this idea. Crazy. The, their new initiative is... is uh, uh, yeah, tell well, me what an asset by a light model let's is talk about under, this. with Open Door. Tell me that. Okay, so uh, the main issue on this front is their Open Door exclusive program, which operates as a real estate marketplace nicely layered on top of Open Door's existing business. Essentially, after making an offer to a seller, Open Door also gives uh, their network of buyers in the Open Door exclusive program a chance to outbid them. Should that occur, Open Door collects a fee on the transaction without oh, need geez. to buy the house itself. So Open Door's using iBuyers themselves. Yeah, so they're going to. They're gonna <laughs> It's a brokerage now. Yeah, essentially. It's a real estate brokerage. They're marketing the property to other buyers, and they're going to sell it to them and collect the fee. <laughs> yes. uh, that sounds like a brokerage to me. Yes. Um, it's And now it goes on to say, it's similar to how Airbnb operates on short-term rental places where they don't really own the homes. Uh, Open Door sees exclusives of the future of its business, aiming for at least 30% of its total transactions to go through its marketplace by the end of this year. Um, so, okay. So, so, yeah, I have to say, first of all, no way this is going to work. No way. There's n- I mean, if this works, I, it's it's a it's just a another nail in the coffin of the real estate market. It's are terrible. Giving, are they giving the homeowner the uh if they find a buyer, the homeowner gets the higher price? Or are they playing the middleman and trying to do like well, they're the, saying uh, it, I'm sure they you, they get the higher price. They're just going to collect a fee from okay. the parties. Let's call it say a commission. Yeah, right. <laughs> let's, let's, let's percentage just, of the sales price. Let's just say some you know, percentage of the sales price. If you know anything about that company, it's going to be called a service charge. Let's yeah, of course. They, they'll never call it a commission. Commission, commission is right. a dirty word, which yeah. is silly, but that's what it is. Yeah. Okay, so, so so Open Door's strategy is that, no, we don't really want to own the homes anymore. We just want to show everybody an opportunity to buy it and let them buy it, and then we'll just take a fee off the yeah. top. So, okay, We're ultimately. Really going out of business? No. No. I mean, so, and but here's the, here's the key. I'm baffled on this one. Their their limited book of buyers are looking for deals. They're not. These Correct. are not buyers looking to live in a house. Right. These are not people. It's like a homer goes over the door. Hey, find me a nice house and I'll buy. It. No, these are investors also. Harvey, you're yelling at us right now. I can't help myself. <laughs> Relax, these are these are investors also. So they're basically taking profit away from the homeowner. And and stealing pro- they're basically stealing right. profits from homeowners. Is the way I see it. I'm sorry, yeah. I can't help see it any other way. And, and for me, there's a large difference between Airbnb, which was a leading like create a new marketplace type company. Right. Like it didn't exist prior to Airbnb. 
Well, and Airbnb real estate brokerages already exist, and Airbnb yeah. doesn't hurt the consumer. Air, Airbnb is, is no, they're, they're helping the homeowner. Home. They're leasing your home on a master lease and then turning around and handling the Airbnb and doing all that. They, yeah, this right could, here is yeah, yeah. I get your point. Th- this right here is just it's just taking profit away from a homeowner. That's, that's all it is. They're another wholesaler. There's no, there's exactly right. So they're just they're asking a wholesaler. homeowner to sell your home wholesale, so I can sell it retail, right? You know, as as if as if those other in, institutional buyers or investors couldn't just deal directly with the homeowner. Then why do they need Open Door? Mm-hmm. Open Door is not. I mean, they're sourcing it maybe by making phone calls and finding out who might want to sell. That's fine, but that's again, they're a brokerage. They're they're not doing anything different than what we do, and we're giving the homeowner more money at the end of the equation. No, but uh, but they're allow- they're parlaying on the the market awareness that they've already generated with yeah. the idea that. Oh, when I want to sell my home, and I want to—I don't want to go through the traditional process. I know Open Door exists, so I can reach out to them, and, yeah. and so they're parlaying off that. Like, yeah, I they're guess. trading some measure of convenience for for money. I mean, they're basically saying, "Okay, look, we'll make it easy on you, Mister Mrs. Seller, uh, but it's going to cost you an extra twenty-five thousand dollars. That's right. all. That's what they're doing. And and look, if it's convenience fee, that's what it is. It's yeah, convenience, <laughs> convenience fee. There you go. Uh, yeah, do, it doesn't feel to be any kind of unique proposition. No. or if they were smart, they, value. they would have done what you had suggested before we started talking. Rent these things out. Set up a rental pool. Rent these homes out. Make make a little bit of money. Don't don't well, carry like, them empty. That's the point. Right. Like there are giant real estate REITs. Yeah, right. That you could sell. Hey, I've got a portfolio of five thousand homes. And you sell them to you in bulk, and, right? Right. And now you can convert them to your rental pool. Yeah. Indeed. I mean, and there's, there's a huge market out there. I've realized recently here in Las but Vegas. there's no ongoing business there for, for uh, Open Door, right? There's well, no. no. Yeah. Well, no, they and, would have to be. Sure they would be the REIT. They would, they would be the, they, they would be their homes. But, but Wall Street right. didn't hire them to be the REIT. Indeed. No, that's the problem. Right. It doesn't and fit their, invest, doesn't and, and, fit their yeah, investment indeed. strategy that they outlined sure. for everybody. I didn't realize until just recently, you know, speaking of that, is that there are communities here in Las Vegas that are, are built strictly to rent. Yeah, well, never, never be, never sold. They're owned by a company. They build uh, a series of townhomes or, or or attached homes or duplexes or whatever, and they they're not doing them to sell them. They're doing them to rent them, mm-hmm. and they're, they they rent out the entire community. And I didn't realize it until recently, but there's several of those around the valley now. And some of them, actually, mm-hmm. I just saw one the other day. Very nice property, beautiful properties, right? and I was surprised to see it. But but. And they collect really good rents, too. I, I heard they were doing it. I don't know about the specific community. I, I, run, I just recently ran into, coincidentally, ran into two, two separate communities that are doing it very successfully. Mm-hmm. Nice communities. Right. Uh, collecting nice rents. Uh, and and uh, it's just interesting to me that from a, a, a corporate standpoint, that becomes mm-hmm. a, a very viable uh, way to make money. And it, it just further validates my reason that, that we should be continually selling the idea of home ownership to individual people mm. that's why you want to own your own home later on now look we talked about this before but i, I kind of mentioned the three percent mortgage guys out there people <laughs> own a home at three percent mortgage they don't want to sell it i don't blame them. you keep it and rent it keep it and rent it out get into the house sure. you need to be in don't sure. don't sell it that three percent mortgage is worth a lot of money it's it's terrific it, it's it's certainly a singular value that you're likely not to replace I yeah mean, yeah um, we'll, we'll, we'll likely not see that again uh, that kind of interest rate. Someone else was... Uh, well, yeah, unless what's the next crisis? Well, right? that's what I was right. just going to say. If someone said, well, I'm waiting for the mortgage to get down to 2.5% before I buy again, I said, well, you're waiting for the next pandemic because that's really... Sure. That's, that's, what, exactly. that's the only way that's going right. to happen. That's a pessimist waiting for bad news to hit. Yeah. That's, 
And it, and when it hits, they ain't gonna have a job, so they can't get a, they can't get a mortgage. <laughs> well, that's right. When that crisis is happening, you won't be in the mood to buy. Yeah, you're not gonna be looking. Yeah. To, you're not gonna have a lot of cash laying around, and you're not gonna have a lot of income coming in. So sure. you're not gonna be in any position to buy. So yeah, so let's not think that way. Uh, let's think about what's what's happening right now and what's likely to happen going forward. We don't know exactly. Mm-hmm. We guess a lot. We throw darts at the board. We, we we're guessing. We don't know. Well, we we have our common sense and our and our gut feelings and our about experience. Stuff and we have common sense. I I do. I do. At least uh-huh. at least one of us here at the table does. Mm-hmm. I'm just to say it. Thank that you way. for being here, Carly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, all right. Listen. Uh, I gotta say, what, this was a really fun real estate hour. And, went and, quick. And and it did. It went very very fast. And I you know I have to I have to thank Mark for uh, being our production director and taking care of our show. Uh, I also want to thank Mary. Mary, uh, who's uh, over there at Cadon, at, uh, uh, sent me a note. She really, she really enjoys the show. I was like, "Hey, thanks, Mary. That was yeah. that was really nice of you to say." Is she a st- employee? Are we paying her? Uh, no, we're not. Well, well, Kadon is. We're not. Kadon's okay, okay. paying her. All right, so we're winning uh, over the employees. Hey, that was that was really nice to hear from her. That yeah, was great. Thanks, thanks, Mary. Uh, of course, I got to thank Carly for doing a great job. She probably our, listen to my show. And our, yeah, and our outstanding expert contributors, that being uh, John Ingram and Rick Senemy. You've been listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now. I'm your host, Harvey Blankfeld. Next week, we have another great hour for you. Our guest is going to be Darren Welsh. And Darren is maybe the funniest attorney I've the ever met in my life. and laughs. Yep, That's he Darren. is hilarious. Um, you shouldn't say that about. It. I don't. Can you? Should you say that about an attorney? I don't know. Sure, maybe he's he's a good time. He is. He's fun. He's fun. If you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, just call me off air or text me at seven zero two two zero three one one six five. Again, that's seven zero two two zero three one one six five. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. That being LV Real Estate Radio. Like and follow us on social media, our handle being at LV Real Estate Radio. And I want to thank you, our listeners, for joining us this week. Remember, while we seek to educate, empower, and engage with you, we want you to learn, understand, and then act. We'll meet you on the radio next Saturday at 11 a.m. right here on 101.5 KDON.